Paragazayan Mishnah Aleph. The previous parak described 13 Shofros collection chests that were found in the base of Migdash. The previous parak described the purpose of each collection chest. Our Mishnah discusses halacha in different cases where some money apparently fell from one of the chests, is lying between two of the chests, which were set up as a circle, such that the first of the 13 was adjacent to the last, just like uh, 12 and a clock is right next to 1. The mission begins with the case of Ma'os Shenimsu Ben HaShkalim Lenadava. Some coins were found between the Shkalim chest, that is, the first chest marked Tiklin Chadatin, being the standard new Havshkalim funds were contributed for this year's communal offerings. A money was found in between that chest and the chest marked Nedava, which was where a person would deposit funds for them to be used for additional so-called dessert communal ola offerings. So that's in contrast to the Tiklan Chadatin, the regular standard Shkalim chest, money that would, of course, not exclusively used for olos, but whatever particular carbon was required of the community. The Tiklan Chadatin chest is the first one, the Nedava chest is the last, 13th one. So because they're set up as a circle, these two chests were adjacent to each other. So money was found between them. It's not immediately clear which chest it came from. The Mishnah rules, if Karav L'Shkalim, Yibu L'Shkalim, the money is found closer to the Shkalim chest, then it's placed in there on the assumption that's where it came from. The money is found closer to chest 13, the Nedava chest, then you put the money in the Nedava chest. This is the principle of Karov. We derive from the Parsha of Egla Rufa, where we have a question, an item may have come from one of two places, the factor of okay, which place is it closer to can be a determinative factor. Though it should be noted that a more powerful factor than Karov or proximity is the principle of Rov, of majority. As so some of Farshim say that if one of the two chests had more coins, then we would apply the principle of Rov, which is stronger than Karov, to say that uh, must be the coins came from there. But certainly if the two chests in question had an equal amount of coins, then the halach would be decided on the basis of karov. You simply say, okay, which is it closer to? And we assume that's the one it came from. The Mishnah says, okay, what if mechza lemechza, the coins on the floor are equidistant from the two chests? Halacha is yiplu nedava. We put the coins in the nedava chest. The reason is because in a case as this, where it's totally unclear, it's a suffix, there's nothing you know, physically about the case to help us determine which chest it came from. We then apply the rule of Suffolk, the Arais of the Chumra. If you have a question about a biblical issue, you have to be stringent. And thus, we must use the money for whichever of the two chests goes to the more stringent or sanctified purpose, which would be, in this case, the Nadava chest. For that, exclusively funds all offerings, the Olos, or Kachi Kachim, they're totally burned in the Mizbeach. In contrast to the general Tiklan Charet in the Shkalim, which found a variety of communal offerings, even ones less holy than Olos. So here we put it in the Nedava Fund, which again is a more sanctified purpose, so the money will be used to purchase Olos. And the Mishnah applies the same principles to a couple of other cases. First we have, let's say, coins were found by an Eitzim Levona, between the wood chest, which funded wood for the Mizbeach, and the Levona frankincense chest used to fund frankincense, 
know, for offerings consisting of that that are burned on the Mizbeach. So once again, we first look at, okay, is it closer to one or the other? And if, if it's closer to the wood chest, you put in that one, Levoni Levona, if it's closer to the frankincense chest, you put the money in there. We would rule based on the principle of Karov, which was a closer to. If the money is equidistant from the two chests, so that we can't apply the principle of Karov, then we have to put the money in the chest whose purposes are more sanctified. That would be the Levona chest for the wood chest funds the wood. The wood makes the fire to burn the carbonos, whereas the Levona is itself a carbon. That's a more sanctified purpose. Suffolk, the rice of the Chumr, you put the money in the Levona chest. Another case, Bain Kenan, Legosle Olav. Say money was found between chests uh, three and four. The Kenan chest, according to the Rabbanon of the previous parak, this chest funded pairs of bird offerings, consisting of a Chattas bird offering and an Ola bird offering. Money is found between that chest and the chest marked Gozle Olav, which, according to the Rabbanon, of the previous parak funds strictly a voluntary Ola bird offerings. So the Mishnah states, and once again, first we see if we can determine this based on Karav. If Karav Lakini Blakina, the mites closer to say the Kenan chest, put the money in that one. Goes the Ola blue goes the Ola. If it's closer to goes the Ola chest, you put the money in there. Mechza Lamechza, but if the money is equidistant, you can't rule based on principle of proximity. Yiplu goes the Ola. Did you put the chest? It has a more sanctified purpose, namely the Gozle Ola chest, which purely funds Olos, which once again, that's a holier carbon, it's totally burned on the Mizbeach, as opposed to the Akinan chest, and again, since we're following the opinion of the Rabbanon, that funds not just Olos, but Chata's bird offerings, so that's considered the less sanctified purpose, and so the money is put in the other chest. The mission now presents a case that's not related to the collection chest of the base of Migdash, but where the same principles of how to deal with this case of uncertainty apply. That is, let's say a person had two chests, one with chulin, regular, and non-holy money, the other with coins that were sanctified with Meiser Shani sanctity. You know, he had tied this crop, the Meiser Shani, and he didn't want to take the crops themselves to Yerushalayim, so he transferred that sanctity to some coins. Now, the coins have the restriction. They can't be used outside of Yerushalayim. And then Ben Chulun Lemaiser Shani found some coins between the two chests. The Chulun chest, the Maiser Shani chest, the same principles apply. That is, first we look at, is it closer to one of the chests? If Karav Lechulun, if it's closer to the Chulun chest, you put it in there. Lemaiser Shani, Lemaiser Shani, if it's closer to the Maiser Shani chest, you put the money in there. If Mechza Lemechza, if the money is equidistant from the chests, then you put in the chest which has the more sanctified purpose, which clearly is the chest with the sanctified Meiser Shani coins. The mission now summarizes Zeaklau. So this then is the rule. We have this type of situation of money found between two chests, which raises a question as to the ritual status of the found money. And once again, the first step is If we can rule based on proximity, then we will rule that way, even if the outcome is the more lenient outcome. So, for example, in the case where the money is found closer to the chulin, we will rule that it's chulin money, and of course is a lenient ruling, but that is how we rule, because, as we learned from Egla Rufa, proximity is a factor 
the basis of which we assume that it must have come from the thing it's closer to. Whereas mechza lemechza, if the object of our uncertainty is equidistant from the two potential sources, then lahachmir we have to take the stringent position and assume that the object came from whichever place will result in a more stringent ruling for the found object.